Can you defeat the dragon of BPD? Can you rescue the borderline you love from their own psyche? Can you heal yourself magically from the arrows of emotional abuse that seem to rain down at will without notice? Welcome to this podcast of My Inner Torch. Well, Happy New Year. Well, let's just start off with a disclaimer here for anybody who's listening to this who has been diagnosed with borderline personality disorder or you're undiagnosed with borderline personality disorder. This forum, this podcast is not for you. Okay. This is for survivors. This is for people like you and me who endure, well, who endure, who survive, who go day to day with somebody they love who has borderline personality disorder. The never-ending quest of the non-borderline is to rescue the borderline from themselves. And in the process of doing this, we expose ourselves to the full force of this personality disorder. Like staring at a blinding sun, we march into the fray. You know, uh, this, this particular podcast is keeping the dragon at bay. Well, can you keep the dragon at bay? Can you keep that person you love? Can you keep the borderline at bay? And the answer to that question is uh, usually not. It's how you handle the borderline. It's the walking on eggshells. It's the avoiding of triggers that we do on a daily basis. That's the key to keeping the dragon at bay. The dragon is your borderline. Can you change the borderline? Can you rescue the borderline from themselves? And can you stop them from hurting you? The answer is no. The answer is we can't change the borderline. The borderline has to want to change. And in most cases, the borderline doesn't even know that they are borderline. That's the key. And calling them out on it is also not a good idea because you're telling somebody, it's like telling a narcissist that they're a narcissist. They don't get it. The borderline doesn't get it. They don't look at themselves in the mirror more often than not and realize that they are borderline. They may realize that they've hurt you. They may realize that they've gone too far. But for the most part, most borderlines don't really relate to the fact that they have a personality disorder. And that is the paradox of this whole thing that we go through, this whole lifestyle that we endure, trying to rescue them, trying to make them believe that there is a better world, trying to make them feel like they have value and the people around them have value. Um, it's not necessarily going to work. Most borderlines suffer from the martyrdom syndrome. They are martyrs. They don't realize that they're doing what they're doing, so to speak, but they are sacrificing themselves and everybody around them. They are the problem, not the borderline. The borderline will devalue. They will disassociate. They will dysregulate. They will detach. These are all, I guess, in some form or fashion, perhaps some, I guess, security measures, self-defense measures on their part. I'm not absolutely sure. So the purpose of this podcast is to make you, and I guess reassure myself, 
that there is no changing the borderline. We have good days. We have bad days. We have days where we are not triggered and we have days that they rage. And in my last podcast, I talked about the fact that do they even remember, do they have selective amnesia of the things that they say or do? And a lot of cases with my UPBD wife or you borderline personality disorder wife, I love all these acronyms. She's undiagnosed. She doesn't always remember. She seemingly forgets. She forgets the hurtful things that she has said to me, but she remembers the things that I say to her, which is kind of an ironic situation that their memory is like an elephant. They remember everything you do and they will take those things out of context, especially things that you say and piece it together into their reality, which bears no relevance to the reality of the world that we actually live in. They will create scenarios that never happened. They will gaslight you. They will make you believe that those scenarios did happen and that you were at fault because the borderline never takes responsibility for their actions. Now, sometimes they do. I've read a lot of, I guess, postings of borderlines who kind of knee jerk after a while and say, oh, you know, I, I do love you and I do care about you and maybe I'm sorry, but that has never happened in my experience. My wife will never apologize for anything that she does. She will not apologize for her behaviors. And that is very scary because she can be extremely hurtful and yet she will have no memory of it. And if she does have a memory of it, it was precipitated by me. I was the villain, not her. So can you keep the dragon at bay? You cannot slay the dragon. The dragon that is the borderline personality disorder will always remain. And I have to say that, yes, I do believe in dialectical behavioral therapy. I've read a lot of it, a lot on it. Essentially what it is, is agreeing and acknowledging and kind of taking the lower road rather than the higher road. Well, I guess maybe taking the higher road, not the lower road. You're not engaging. You're not locking horns with the borderline. Instead, you're kind of acknowledging their pain you're recognizing it, you're reflecting it back, and perhaps that doesn't trigger them. It does not escalate their behaviors. So can you keep the dragon at bay? The answer, unfortunately, is no. You just have to continue. You have to understand, and you have to step back, and you have to make a choice. Do you stay? Do you continue? Or do you go? Or do you make plans to go? Do you heal? Do you step back? That is what we face as the nons in this world, the people who are dealing with borderline from the outside, the people who are affected by it, the people who, unfortunately, for whatever reason, look for the person that they once knew or was once presented to them. And I say presented to them because that's what borderlines do. Look up love bombing. Okay, look at that up and understand what that was and is in your relationship where the borderline would have done anything for you. And I do remember those days. That was a long, long time ago in my marriage and relationship. But I do remember when my wife would do anything for me. And I also remember when my wife told me 
but I'm merely an associate. I'm, I'm an acquaintance. I'm not even a friend. What does that mean? Where does that come from? So you can see the two dichotomies that you deal with. And I guess for a active borderline in the sense that is constantly triggering themselves, you will see that dichotomy go back and forth. The weather vein that I talk about one minute, they're wonderful. The next minute they're not. So in the end, it really comes down to how we deal with the borderline, how we choose to continue dealing with the borderline and whether we see a path out and that path, I can assure you, my friend, would not be a pleasant one, but it would assure that we would heal. So take a moment and think about why we as non-borderlines love the borderline. What are we loving in the borderline? Perhaps the idea that they could be a better person, that we could rescue them. Perhaps that we could keep the dragon at bay or better yet, perhaps we could slay the dragon. But I have to tell you, just like a fairy tale, I'm not sure that that is possible. So in the end, I guess the root of this particular podcast and all the podcasts that I have done, I basically ask you to look within yourself because when it comes down to it, we only have control over what we do, how we feel, how we react. We can't expect that from other people, especially from a borderline. They're not rational. They never will be. So my heart goes out to everyone out there who continues to try, who continues to believe, who continues to want to see the person that they once knew, the person that they fell in love with, the person they thought they were. My heart goes out to you, sincerely, because I was there and because I am there. And that's why I continue with my inner torch at gmail.com. I appreciate everybody's emails. I really appreciate the increase in listenership that I have seen. It means that hopefully I'm making an impact. Maybe I'm raising people's awareness, their consciousness. Maybe I'm helping them understand. Maybe I'm taking away some of the sting. Maybe I'm making people believe that perhaps they're not alone because you're not. There are a lot of us out there. There are a lot of us out there who face it every day. My inner torch at gmail.com. I appreciate your comments, your suggestions, and we will keep moving forward in this journey, dealing with the dragons, dealing with the arrows, the flaming arrows of rage that comes from the borderlines we care about, that we love, that we perhaps don't lose hope that maybe one day things will be better. But in all honesty, unfortunately, I don't think that they will. And that is unfortunate. And I'm sorry to say that because I would really like to say that perhaps something would be better. We can only hope. Be well. And in whatever you do, be good. This has been my Inner Torch. <laughs>